2: What's up, folks? It's time for another Weekly Wrap as we take a look at the week that was in Atlanta Hawks basketball. Hawks Beat Podcast starts right now. Let's go.
0: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena.
1: Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey
2: Slaughter. Grip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host E-Dub. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And the Hawks have been off for about a day or two. And tonight they are taking on the Sacramento Kings in uh, at State Farm Arena. And uh, should be a pretty good matchup, man. should be a pretty good matchup. So this is actually going to be a weekly wrap-up podcast. We're going to take a look back at the games that were. And uh, we got some mailbag stuff. So we're going to answer some questions for you today on the podcast. So if you are new to the podcast, again, welcome, welcome into the podcast. We thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to check out and to listen what we have to say about the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, if you are um, new to the pod, well, again, thank you. And we want you to share the podcast with a friend or two. And that would really help us out in the podcast community. So uh, if you can do that. And also, we want you to connect with us on our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of the socials. Make sure you connect with us that way. Just search Hawks Beat and you will find us there. Wow all right, we got that out. We got that all way. We seem like we did that kind of quick. <laughs> all right, um, not going to be long on this pod, but I do have some things I want to get to. I definitely want to get to some questions you guys submitted, and um, we'll talk about those. You guys have some questions on uh, DeJounte Murray, on some possible trades, um, Hawk's long-term stuff. So I definitely want to get to those, but... Um, Looking back on the week that was for the Atlanta Hawks, let's just kind of start with kind of like a reset, right? So um, the Hawks are 12 and 18. Um, They have lost three in a row. And the three games that we're going to cover this week (laughs) are the three games that they have lost. Um, They lost in Miami. They lost to Memphis when they came here. And um, they lost the other night against Chicago in Chicago. That was the. Andre Drummond slash DeMar DeRozan game. (laughs) But um, Hawks are currently tied for 11th. And if I had to just put those three games in a nutshell, it's like you're always kind of close, but no cigar. We talked on the last podcast about the Hawks record in close games. Hawks haven't been good in close games, man. Like they've had opportunities to win a lot of these games. And, um, there's not a lot of bad losses on this, on this, you know, schedule, you know, it, it, no loss is a good loss, but I'm talking about bad losses. You know what I mean? Or a team where you, I mean, they're beating all the teams that you should beat. It just so happens to everybody that you kind of have a, um, you're not winning all 50, 50 games, right? And those 50, 50 games are those games where it's kind of close and you kind of can win, but you know, you kind of have to make a play or two. And they're just not doing that. They're not closing teams out. They're not. They're not playing good in the fourth quarter, outside of trade. But you, you need more. You need something more continuity. I don't know what it is, but they're just not closing out games, and they're not playing good um, when it comes down to the stretch, man. Memphis and Chicago are two games that kind of stand out to me. Both of those games were winnable games. Um, But you just, it seems to always come down to the same thing. And I hate to sound like a broken record. It's just, you're just not getting enough defensive stops. Um, More specifically, you're not getting enough defensive stops in the fourth quarter. That's that's really what it comes down to. You can score with the best of them. Like, you can score with the best of them. I I saw a a metric on, I think it was on Twitter. And uh, Hawks have a top four offense. And I think they may even be two. As far as um, offensive efficiency, as far as, you know, just scoring. Like, they can score the ball, man. Like, they can score the ball. But you have to play some semblance of defense. Sometime. Sometime. <laughs> like, you don't got to play it all the time. But just sometimes. Like, you know. Um, there's been a lot of talk of, like, do the Hawks even have the, 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 the roster to turn up defensive intensity, you know, if that is that a case where they're just not playing hard enough? I think they're playing hard, like, but you know, what are you gonna do when you have Garrison Matthews out there? Like, who's he shutting down? Yeah, you know I mean, like, what are you gonna like Bogey Trey? Like, them dudes ain't shutting nobody down. That's just what it is, you know. So um, there, there's some, there's some notable roster concerns. Uh, if you are a fan looking at this roster, there's concerns here when you, and when you miss somebody like, you know, Jalen Johnson, who was out for a while. And now DeAndre Hunter, your two best perimeter defenders, you're going to struggle. You are going to struggle. But that is the current uh, state of the Hawks. And that's the week that was as far as what is coming up um, this week. So let's look at the, the week that is coming for the Atlanta Hawks. We talked a little bit earlier about uh the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings are going to be in town. Sacramento has been playing some really good basketball as of late. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like they're not like you know lighting the league on fire, but like, you know, they're 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 a really good team so far, you know. Uh let me see if I pull up their record. What is their record? Sacramento, there's yeah, they're 17 and 12. They're playing some good basketball, so Uh, Definitely going to be a good matchup tonight. Uh, Hopefully, the Hawks can get some home cooking going. You know, in in Kevin Herter's return. You know what I'm saying? Without the red velvet. (laughs) So, we will see. But tonight, they take on the Sacramento Kings. Uh, On Sunday, they head out to Washington to take on the Bullets. Why do I always say the Bullets? I always do that. I always say the Bullets. Yeah, like Purvis Ellison and West Unsold are forever going to be like etched in my head, man. Like Chris Webber, Juwan Howard, uh, they're always going to be the bullets to me. But uh, they're going to take on Washington on Sunday. They have Monday and Tuesday off. They take on OKC on Wednesday back here in Atlanta. And then they go back on the road uh, next weekend to take on Indiana and Orlando. So um, definitely some winnable games in there. I will say this, like, every game is winnable. You know, every game is winnable. Hopefully, you have your guys back. You know, hopefully, well, DeAndre's not going to be back this week. But um, there was a report that uh, AJ is back with the team. Um, Lauren Williams did an interview with him. And he seems to be in a better place mentally. And um, basketball aside, like, that's good for the kid. You know what I mean? Like, that's good for this. Like, basketball aside, if he's in a good mental space, uh, I'm all for it, man. Now, is he going to get any playing time? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. He wasn't getting no playing time before. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. But I will say this, man. I'll say this. Play, AJ. Just play him. Like, just play him. You know what I mean? Like, what do you have to lose? Like, Garrison Matthews, you know, I, I, I like Garrison. Garrison, he, he gives you what he has. He, he played, and I can see why Garrison gets minutes. I really can But if you look at the production, look at the production. Like, if Garrison's not out there scoring, like, you might as well have A.J. And if it's between A.J. and Garrison, give me A.J. You know, because AJ's the project. AJ's the guy you gotta develop. Let him get out there and take us lumps. If, if 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 one of them dudes only gonna score one point a game, give AJ those eight minutes. Give him those eight or nine minutes, man. So like that's my stance on that. Not gonna, you know, pontificate on that, but come on man. Play AJ. Play AJ. Um so yeah. That is it for the uh just looking back at the games. I want to get into some mailbag questions. and uh, thank you, guys, for those who checked in, who tapped in f- for the past couple of days and just shot me some questions. Uh, I want to try to get to as many as I can. So <sighs> let's see. Where do we want to start? Uh, here we go. All right. Let's start here. All right. So Julian, Julian sent me this question. He said, <laughs> he said, how do you feel about Trey's logo three pointers? I'll say this. I'm coming around on those. I used to not like him at all. <laughs> I used to not like him at all. But if you look at like the, the metrics of it, if you look at the, the actual t- statistics, like as far as deep threes are concerned, like Trey is one of the league leaders in efficiency, like from shooting it that far out. Um, I would compare his logo threes to like a kill shot, right? Like if you know, like you're playing a game or if you're in boxing, like your like your big left hook, right? Like that's what it is. Like that's what he uses it for, you know, to not only just like make a shot, but to make it from that distance. It says something like, okay, like wow, we stunting on y'all. So like, it's like a haymaker, like that, and that's how I think he, how he views it. You know what I mean? So, um. My concern has always been the timing of it. You know, sometimes you don't need the haymaker. Sometimes it's just like, oh, like, chill. We didn't need that. You know what I mean? But if you up seven and, like, you know, you're trying to get up ten and, you you know, you on the break. You pull up from the logo. You hit a three. Like, that's a haymaker. You know what I mean? Coach's going to have to call a timeout. So, um, I... I to answer your question, I, I'm slowly but surely being okay with it. My my concern is the timing of them. My concern is the timing of them. And and I, I do believe that he's gotten better with his timing for the logo three. So there you have it. Thanks for checking in, Julian. Um Jake sent a question and said, What is the Hawks plan? <laughs> Wow, that's a loaded one. I will say this. As far as the Hawks' plan is concerned, I will just say it's fluid. I will say it's fluid. Because initially coming into the season, the plan was to go with the guys you got. You know, the the plan was addition by subtraction. You know, you let John Collins walk for some gummy bears. And the plan was to develop Jalen, develop AJ, and to let... Trey and DJ cook and, you know, like Quinn coach these boys up, but, um, it hasn't kind of worked that way. It hasn't worked that way. And so I, I think and I could be wrong, I think that this, this, this front office is trying to, um, demonstrate patience while at the same time, exploring what options they may have. And that can, That brings you to like the whole trade thing. Right. And so I think that the Hawks are um, open to trades. Do I think that they're actively like shopping or actively have guys out there? I don't don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's very possible. But I mean, if like they don't see nothing, I I don't think they're going to make a move just to be making a move. If that makes sense. I don't think they're going to make a move just to make a move. So um, to answer your question, the Hawks plan, I think the plan is fluid right now. I think in the beginning it was to ride with the guys they got. But look, man, the results haven't been good. You know, injury or not, the results haven't been good. So um, there may be some tweaking coming. There may be some tweaking to the roster. But thanks for the question, brother Jake. All right. Next up, um, somebody sent me a screenshot of a trade uh, in the trade generator. Here's what the trade looks like. Um, the Hawks are sending Dejounte Murray to the Lakers, and in return, they are getting D'Angelo Russell, Jalen Hood-Shafino, and Christian Wood. It says Ida, would you do this trade, <laughs> bro? just looking at it, the answer is hell to the no. Nah, I'm not doing this trade. This trade is silly. Whoever put this in, and I hope I'm not talking about you, my guy. No offense, you know what I'm saying? But this trade is utterly ridiculous. Shipping off DJ for D'Angelo Russell and Kristen Wood? Get the freak out of here, bro. Like, nah, man, come on, be smarter than that. First of all, the money doesn't work. Like, you're taking on $5 million more salary when you add up their salary and uh, you put that up against DJs because you got 18 going out and you got about 22 coming in. 22, 23 coming in. Plus, there's no picks involved. Nah, bro. And for D'Angelo Russell and Kristen Wood, a journeyman? Nah, my G. Like, (laughs) to answer your question, no. I would. Absolutely not do this trade. All right, I would absolutely not do that trade. Um, and to be honest with you, I wouldn't do any business with the Lakers. The Lakers don't really have anything I'd want if I'm shipping off a guy like D'Angelo Russell. I mean, uh, like DeJounte Murray. Like, nah, they don't have nothing sweet enough for that. Like, they don't have enough picks. There's nobody on our roster that I would take to fit with, with Trey for D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I mean, for DeJounte Murray. You know, I, I saw some with uh, Austin Reeves. No, nah, you can keep Austin Reeves because putting him in the backcourt's tray with Trey is going to be an utter disaster. So, like, nah, I don't like that to answer your question. But thanks for checking in, my guy. <laughs> my guy, Cedric, says, do you see the Hawks making the playoffs? Okay. Do I see the Hawks making the playoffs? Let me pull up the standings really quick. Um, again, the Hawks are 12 and 18, and let's see where they stand as far as the standings are concerned. They're currently tied um, for 11th in the East. Do I see them making the playoffs? Absolutely. Absolutely. To make the playoffs, all you got to do is jump Toronto and jump Chicago, right? You're tied with Toronto for the same record. Chicago is a uh, two win or a game and a half better than you as far as the win column. Um, so if you're asking me, can they get to that 10 spot? Yes. Like it's going to be another play in year, I believe. But, um, uh, do I see them making a the playoffs? Yes. Um, do I see them doing as well as I initially thought? No, nah, I don't. Cause initially I had them as a top six seed, uh, six and maybe even knocking on the door at five. Um, I was wrong with Miami so far. I've been wrong with Miami. Uh, I kind of lowballed Philly. I didn't think Philly was going to play as well without James Harden. Um, I was wrong on the Knicks so far. So that's three teams I was wrong at. <laughs> like I, I have no problem saying I was wrong. Like I was wrong there, and like it is what it is, right? Um, but do I see them getting into play? And yeah, I could see that could be a ten, maybe even a nine seed. But I don't see them. Unless something like unless they just turn on them jets, if they make a move or like they just catch fire. I don't, I don't see them going any higher than that. But hope that answers your question. I do see them as a playoff team, although uh, that with, with playoff. I mean, a play in. So if you if you consider play in playoff, you win there. Um, Let me see what else we got. Question from my guy on uh, Twitter. Or X, as it's now called, <laughs> my guy uh, Joshua says. Um, With the injuries, will AJ play? Um, I hope so, my guy. I hope so, man. Like he's in a better place. Like I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping so, man. Like I can't say definitively, but I hope so. You know, DeAndre's out. You know, and so maybe that, I mean, Seth Lundy's out in. You know, he shouldn't. I I don't see how he was that low that that in the first place, as far as the depth chart is concerned. But like, yes, to answer your question, yes. Uh, the other question my guy asked me, Joshua he says, do you think Murray will get traded? And I'll say this, and I and I know I use this term a lot. Um, I don't think that I think the only safe people on this Hawks team is Trey Young and Jalen Johnson. I think everything else is fair game. Now, I believe they're fair game. I believe there's levels to this, right? Like, I think there's levels to this. Do I think DeJounte will get traded? I think that it is possible. But right now, I do not think that it is likely. I think it is possible, but I do not think it is likely. If I had to put a percentage on it right now, I would probably say 35%, which isn't even 50%. So I would say more no than yes. But it is possible, and I, I think they're taking deals. I think they're taking phone calls as they should, as they should, right? So you always want to be improving. You always want to be making moves, and so he's on a very team-friendly contract. So, yeah, hope that answers your question. Thanks for checking us out. My guy, Joshua JoshuaWhisper2000 uh, on Twitter. Next question, my guy, Ed. What's up, Ed? He says, as it stands now this season, which Hawks player has been a pleasant surprise and which one has been meh? <laughs> I would say the pleasant surprise. The easy answer is, of course, Jalen Johnson, just seeing what, you know, everything that he's brought to the table. Um, that is the easy answer. But I will say this. I think one thing that has surprised me has been the improvement of Trey Young's defense, right? And so this is kind of a two-part answer to your question. I think uh, Jalen, just his whole game, like seeing, I knew he was going to take a step. I didn't think he was going to be that good. I I, I believed that he was going to be better than most people think because I covered him in College Park. I was like, yo, man, this dude has skills. He just needs opportunity. I didn't think it was going to be as good as he has been playing. Um but what has been a surprise for me has been Trey Young's defense. Like, and, and again, Trey's not shutting anybody down, but I've loved the effort that I've seen from him. I've loved, you know, seeing him getting passing lanes. And and, and I, I, I that's been a surprise to me. And, and and I like that. I like that. Um, one player that has just been meh to me. <sighs> I'm gonna go with DeJounte. And here's what I'm and, and here's what I mean by that. And I'm not saying that DeJounte has been bad. I don't think he's been bad. But if you're talking about expectations, what I expect from him, um, it's just been average. Like, it's just been average. And and I don't like the fact that how he's been kind of tailing off once games get started. Um, he, he's been, he's had some brilliant first half of games. But I, I've made mention of this past few games. Come to third and fourth quarter, he hasn't like given me that juice that I want to see. Even if it's not offensively, like, okay, if Trey's doing all the scoring, if he's not passing the ball, then you go lock your man up. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I haven't seen. So to answer your question, I would probably say DeJounte Murray um, has been kind of just meh for me. Um, I, I I wish I could have seen more of AJ, but... I just haven't seen him. So I guess maybe AJ could throw AJ in that conversation. But that's just because he's not getting no playing time. But when he has played, he hasn't looked good. So I'm hoping and I'm praying that he's in a better mental state and that he will uh, that he will turn things around. So thanks for the question, Brother Ed, Brother uh, Whisper2000, everyone that has checked in. Brother Cedric, Brother Jake. Hope I got everyone's names. Uh, thank you guys for checking in. And uh, I think that's it, man. We're going we gonna to put a bow in this thing. i um, not sure if I'm going to pod after the, um, the game tonight with the Kings um, because I have some family obligations that I need to attend to. So if I don't shoot out a pod tonight after the game, I will probably shoot you one on... Probably Saturday. I can do a Saturday. I'll probably do a Saturday afternoon to wrap up. So um, it'll it'll still be a wrap up. It'll just be not the time that I'm used to banging it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it'll be kind of the next day wrap ups. But we'll, we'll definitely wrap up the game for you. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for submitting questions for the uh, mailbag. If you ever have any questions, man, just hit me up, man. I, I can I can always answer questions on, on the pod. You know? It's much easier for me, and I prefer to do it on the pod than to do on social media. So, um, yeah, just hit me up. But like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. Hello, we We are Peace.
0: Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona.